live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Studio C, actually at the radio station for the first time in two weeks since my gallbladder said, F you. <laughs> Good to see ya, senor. <laughs> since my gallbladder said, you ain't treat me like that, I'm out of here. Exactly. Anyway, Take this job and shove it. Anyway, today, last uh, live show of the year, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The year 2021, and the year before us, 2022, what will it bring? The past, the future, coming together on this day, the final live show of the year. Yeah, I realize that most of you have these sort of reminiscences um, on uh, on December 31st, New Year's Eve, maybe, if you are the sort of person that ever thinks, crank up the music, Michael, come on, information party, last day of the year, woo! I brought the little meatballs with the uh, barbecue sauce and the... Uh, damn it, I forgot the toothpicks back in the office. Ah, oh, we're all going to have to just stick just, our fingers in there. Just grab them with your hands. <laughs> just stick your hands in the crock pot. Don't worry about it. Pull out the little wieners. Yes, Michael? I do it every year. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. Have the decency to scoop out like six or eight at a time. You know, don't go in there for every one. Who rearranged the studio while I was uh, in in hospital? Um the giant Donald Trump cardboard cutout life-size is over there now, and it's staring at me, and it's weirding me out. <laughs> Just trying to improve the feng shui. Standing next to the life-size Jason Aldean, who has a Obama mask on, so it looks like Obama and Trump are staring at me, which is weird. Um, and there's the Joe, giant Joe Biden head over there. I don't know. Who decorated? This place is creepy. <laughs> yeah, it must have been uh, 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 Hanson. I had no role it's in that. It's creepy in here. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, back to what everybody's we're... staring at Jack. Um, yeah, you were we're doing our reminiscing of looking back over the year now because this is the last show, and uh, well, I just heard uh, just listen to the news about Omicron. Here's my first question of you for a prediction: Where are we going to be six months from now on the pandemic? Do you think? Uh I I think it. Well, the short answer is fully into endemic. It's a uh, it's a severe-ish common cold thing, and everybody's living their lives. I think between now and then, to expand upon my answer somewhat, and this is absolutely clear, and I wanted to talk about this a little bit later on amidst the clips of the year and everything else, the divide in media, and government for that matter, has grown stark. There is a segment of America that's acting like the Omicron is the new coming of the Delta and nobody's vaccinated. And then there are governors and and media outlets and us saying it appears to be like a cold. All of the data indicates that. And yet virtually all of the media ignores it. Yeah, that's why I think you're wrong about your prediction. I don't know about in six months, but I certainly think in three months it is going to be damn near... Like the worst of the pandemic in terms of policy, lots of places. I just think it's going to be. I think well, it's, it's going to be masks. It's I think it's going to be masks indoors everywhere. I think maybe even shutting down some businesses, canceling events. I think all that sort of crap is going to happen. There have been schools shut down already. Some colleges have shut down. 
Yep. Um, I, I think we're going to be right back in it in a lot of places in the country, the way people are responding to this. Well, I think there will be a great deal more resistance. I think you're going to see open defiance and, and not, you know, four people getting arrested at Applebee's in New York City last night or a couple of days ago, whenever that happened. It's going to be thousands of people openly defiant of the increasingly ridiculous regulations. For instance, in Cal Unicornia, the home state of the show, where Governor Mussolini won't even identify a standard by which the emergency powers will be ended it's just crazy so we should start the uh, show officially i've got questions i want to ask anyway to uh joe and others about predictions for next year throughout the show but we've got our clips of the year we're going to be playing all day long which is always a lot of fun i'm jack armstrong he's joe getty on this it is friday december 17th the year 2021 we're armstrong and getty and we approve of this program Let's begin the last live show of the year officially now, uh, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. Experts are projecting that Paw Patrol toys will be a popular children's Christmas gift this year. It's the gift that'll have your nephew saying, I'm 13. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's something about Paw Patrol. I don't know what it is more than practically anything else. Kids love it when they're little. I mean, you're going to you all know this. You got the Paw Patrol bed sheets and the lunchbox and the backpack and the shoes and the hat and the everything because Paw Patrol dominates your household. But there's something about Paw Patrol is like the second kids feel like they've outgrown it. No more. I mean, it does not gradual. It's just like, absolutely. That's for little kids. I'm eight. Get that out of here. Right. I've what, noticed. what are you showing me this stuff for? Like I'm some tiny little kid? What? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's almost, and I observe this in my own kids, of course, it's it's almost like a fawn losing its spots. There's a moment in a child's life where they just kick hard into the, I'm not a little kid gear. Yeah, yeah, look yeah. Me, look me in the eye. Do I look like a little kid to you? I'm not. <laughs> I am seven. Don't treat I'm, me like I'm five. How dare you? <laughs> and it's funny, when you're older, you know, you when they were five, you were p- quite possibly wearing the exact same clothes as you're wearing... While you talk to them when they're seven, then they're saying this. But in them, it's a giant period of time, and everything has changed. Right. <laughs> right. Well, they've seen, you know, 20% of their life go by. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. from five to six. It's like, good Lord, everything's different. Paw Patrol. <laughs> Kids, what are you going to do with them? <laughs> um, so we ought to take a break so we have time to do some clips of the year. Um, Joe said the last mailbag of the year is pretty good, so that's cool. It, it is indeed, yeah, absolutely. Our final freedom-loving quote of the day, and the clips of the year are just fantastic. been talking to Hanson about it, and uh, just this year has been so dizzying, I can't wait. Yeah. I did. I don't know. What, I, I was in a mood today. I left extra early, so I had a time. I did self-driving all the way here today in the Tesla, just laying back, got the cup of coffee in my hand, got some jazz turned up, got my arm around yeah. the seat just to, like, extra uh, over-exaggerate the fact that I don't have my hands on the wheel. Yes. <laughs> I'm just feeling very festive. Oh, excellent. Well, it's got to be good to be out of bed. Oh, God dang it. No kidding. Out of bed and out of the house uh, for the first time in forever. Anywho, so we got clips of the year. If you've never heard this before, I think you're going to really enjoy it on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
Did you order something, Michael? I'm having everybody put in a Starbucks order. I did. You did, okay. Of course you did. You're the guy who ordered an extra cheesecake at the restaurant to go. That's right. <laughs> but Hanson didn't order anything. I went down there and said, that's not acceptable. You have to order something. I'm generously getting Starbucks for everybody on this end of the building. Not buying it for music DJs over on that end of the building. What? That's discrimination. <laughs> No word where Michael got the cheesecake. <laughs> Hanson's over-caffeinated, he said, so he's going muffin. There you go. Oh, you know, it just occurred to me. Aren't we supposed to, at some point, pick a clip of the year? Uh, yeah, we'll probably do that throughout the show, right? Also, and this is very exciting, and I, I was taught total, caught totally unawares, Mary in the Ho, who has been doing this for so many years, Mary from San Jose, compiled every ridiculous fake band name we mentioned, Every really? book title, every song title, and every album title, our original air names, miscellaneous, and and once again has added to things Jack has never had nor done. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think we did that that much this year for some reason. So anyway, okay, I can't wait for that. It's always entertaining. Yeah, but why don't we uh, get started so we make sure we have enough time? Here we go. Uh, sec- number one, it, I think every month has two uh, sections essentially, two compilations of clips. Let's begin. This is January 2021, the clips of the year. The radical left knows exactly what they're doing. They're ruthless, and it's time that somebody did something about it. And it will stay in recess until the call of the chair. We'll pause. Protesters are in the building. Thank you. <laughs> Someone did die tonight. Having a mob break into the Capitol is a, is, a, is a terrible thing. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this. This building has been desecrated. Blood has been spilled. It was ugly today. I'm not a magician, and neither is Mr. Bigney. So, yeah, we've got a photograph of our client who would appear to be inside the federal building or inside the Capitol with, with the government property. We will not be kept out of this chamber by thugs, mobs, or threats. I joined the Senate Democratic leader in calling on the vice president to remove this president by immediately invoking the 25th Amendment. The 25th Amendment is of zero risk to me, but will come back to haunt Joe Biden and the Biden administration. As the expression goes, be careful what you wish for. Violence never wins. All I can say is uh, count me out. Enough is enough. And when it's over, it is over. It is over. You traitor! You traitor! You traitor! You traitor! Lindsey Graham, you are a traitor to the country. And if you look at what other people have said, politicians at a high level, about the riots during the summer, the horrible riots in Portland and Seattle and various other other places, that was a real problem, what they said. You know, I have much to say about this, but I don't want to eat up time. And I have a feeling that, uh, unfortunately, like three days after we come back, the country is going to be consumed with mainstream media coverage of the one-year anniversary of January 6th. Ugh. So we'll have plenty of time to talk then. But uh, I would like to remind everybody, it, similar to the way 
lefties claim we're in an existential threat from climate change and we're all going to die, but the president doesn't invite Tesla to the White House when he's talking about electric cars makes me think, hey, you're not that worried about it. You got to always remember, Nancy Pelosi crafted the impeachment articles on purpose to fail. That's how dangerous she thought Donald Trump was, how he couldn't Mm -hmm. be president one more moment. She purposefully, for political gain, crafted the impeachment articles so that they would not get him booted out of office. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, incredibly cynical. I thought the president, the former president's prediction there about the 25th Amendment was a good one. At some point, before too terribly long, there will be a discussion of the 25th Amendment with the poor, senile, great-grand-potus. Well, that bad, it can't care. I, it, it's obviously true, but I had forgotten Donald Trump was president part of this calendar year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Uh, so we have uh, the rest of January, and it gets f- considerably funnier, by the way. That wasn't that was hilarious. very, very serious uh, the first clips of the year. Uh-huh. Lindsey Graham, enough is enough for now. Hmm. For now. Yeah. Anyway. For today. Uh, Oh, the uh, second set of January, January part due, coming up in just a few minutes. Right now, it's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Wrapping up our series from the great Mark Twain. First, a serious freedom-loving quote, and just one of my favorite Mark Twain quotes. uh, Loyalty to country always. Loyalty to government when it deserves it. Hmm. There you go. Your government is not your country. The government is not the country. A lot of wisdom in that mustache. Yes, sir. And then this one, Jack. This is going out to you and all the parents everywhere, especially parents of youngsters. Twain said, when I was a boy of 14, my father was so ignorant I could hardly stand to have the old man around. (laughs) But when I got to be 21, I was astonished at how much the old man had learned in seven years. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you might have to change those dates a little bit, because when your college sophomore comes home spouting about white supremacy and the patriarchy and the rest of it, um, and, and you're rolling your eyes so hard they might permanently get stuck looking back at your brain, uh, just give it a few years. So what do you think the dates have changed to a little later, a little later, a little earlier, a little later? Where, where where do you think it has changed with the modern culture? Oh, oh, boy. Wow, an interesting thought. Does it actually start earlier and, and last end, later? And end later. Well, we're living longer, so. Yeah, I might stick with 14-ish, but I don't know. I don't have uh, adolescent kids, so yeah. well, my bro- you tell me. My son is going to be 12 here in a couple of months, my oldest. He's not into thinking I'm dumb yet, thank God. But he is into the everything is lame period of his life. Just yeah, that's not cool. Enough. That's not cool. Nothing's cool. <laughs> Does he ever refer to you as old simple dad? <laughs> <laughs> so I might go with I don't know twelve and twenty six. Wow, uh, with that's the great old, Twain quote. That's a long period of raising kids who think you're dumb. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah, it is. And writing checks. Uh huh. How stupid am I? I just paid for your college education. Well, I guess, well, I don't know. Maybe I am. <laughs> the old don't reverse. Uh-oh. Here's your mailbag, huh? Remember, you can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I may, because I am a bit compulsive, uh, check email for a few days into vacation just for, you know, more personal correspondence and stuff like that. I mean, for instance, this note from uh, Roy. Roy, the Marine vet, retired teacher, etc., who says, listen, boys, including the whole crew, 
After 20 years of listening and enjoying and looking forward to each morning to a great start to my day, partly because of your excellent infotainment, I marvel at the fact that your show is still so amazingly enjoyable for me. Still, thank you. It's very kind of you to say. Want to wish you a fabulous Christmas. Hope you enjoy your well-earned time off. And then uh, sent me some music he's made uh, with his band through the years, which I will uh, listen to with uh, with gratitude. Thanks, Roy. Appreciate it. Sure, we get the sure <clears throat> sure hope we get some Christmas trombone today. Writes Nate. In oh Salt boy. Lake. Oh, you know, it's still on the premises. It is. Yeah, I just, well, I, what am I going to, I don't play it Christmas a lot. Christmas so trombone, name that tune. An Armstrong so. and Getty classic. Also, uh, counting on Jack eating his truck by the end of the show. Well, keep, you know, keep hope alive, friend. Well, you know what? I could see a little Christmas trombone uh, coming up later. Uh, Kevin, our unofficial COVID correspondent, has enjoyed that role throughout the year. Thanks for another great year, guys. Your show is the best out there. You're very kind. Thanks, Kevin. You are the best. I marvel at your you know, academic rigor and putting this stuff together for us. Uh, on the topic of trans athletes, Doug writes, so the women athletes could stop this tomorrow. Every time a dude parading as a woman takes the swimming platform or other field of competition, the real women simply walk off, refuse to compete. Couple of these spectacles, it'll be over. Are we? This, go ahead, uh, Matt from Macomb, Illinois. I'm seeing a trend with Jack last few days. First, it was him comparing his gallbladder to childbirth, gallbladder pain. Yesterday, he was comparing his lack of temperature control to menopause. I'm assuming that before summer, he'll have completely transitioned and will be breaking records as a college swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. We have more clips of the year on the way. Don't miss it. Always good. Armstrong and Getty. Merry Christmas. Christmas The Armstrong and Getty Show. From the text line. C-O-W-C-O-Y, Coy, my favorite day of the year. That's Clips of the Year. It's a Festivus miracle. Merry Christmas to Armstrong and Getty. Thanks for a great year, and I'll see you in 2022. So we're wrapping up a 25 years of talk radio this year, right? I think this is the 25th time we've said. Is that right? Yeah, at the end of the year. So um, that's exciting. Great, Scott. Lots of good Clips of the Year content we're going to play for you and jaw about all day long. And, yeah, uh, why not? And oh, because we, we don't have any duties, we don't have any needs, there's a lot of drinking and eating, big Starbucks. I've already had three shots of Zambuki or whatever that is. I'm <laughs> half hammered. <laughs> Fantastic. Too hammered to say it, apparently. All right, well, let's plunge on. Uh, January, uh, part two. It's Koi, Clips of the Year. I will not suffer your cue people after this. I knew what you were day one, and I know what you are now, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of all these witches and warlocks and pumpkin popsums and everything. <laughs> oh, God. We remove the word alien from the immigration code and replace it with non-citizen. There's a tsunami of wokeness now breaking over all of society. In ways that defy logic, GameStop shares up 13,000% from their 52-week low. The garbage workers who pick up my freaking trash risk their lives every day more than anyone in this school system. Figure it out or get off the podium. Whatever happened to the state of California? 
California is a blue state that is completely held together by red tape. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Undervisible. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. For liberty and justice for all. Do you have a word for today? My word for today is um, decolonization. That is the climax of foolishness. There it is. I totally get why the first one that's focused on January 6th was a little serious-ish, but man, that's that's clips of the year right there. The word of the day trend. Do you have a word today? Decolonization. Word decolonization. <laughs> oh, whatever. Mine so what, is intersectional. So what was that music there? Oh, the like uh, sea shanty thing? Oh, when sea shanties caught on for a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's funny when trends like that come in the modern world. In the old days, you know, disco lasted like five years, but sea shanties were all the rage for a week. <laughs> Maybe then Reddit declared it was dead. And yes. it was dead. Yes. Boy, so many, there's the height of foolishness. So many of our great clips that we run were, were in that uh, series. Alex Jones. <laughs> going anti-Q, QAnon, and and cracking himself up in his ridiculous act. That, that was one of my favorite Alex Jones clips ever. He realized he's just spouting nonsense. Oh, boy. Well, uh, you want to plunge on? Sure. All right, why not? This is, uh, let's start February. It's Koi, Clips of the Year. This month marks the anniversary of COVID in America. We are going to see something like we have not seen yet in this country. It is conceivable that you might be able to pull back a bit on some of the public health measures as we get into the late fall. The void we created furthered the confusion. Remember what I've always said, you're never completely worthless. You can always serve as a bad example. (laughs) Do you think it's time for schools to reopen? I think it's time for schools to reopen safely. Are we alone? Yeah. Bitch, if you're going to call me out, I'm going to f*** you up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's just me. (laughs) Teaching math, if you have three men and two women, that's a fivesome. Fivesome, three plus two is five. I don't think that was a serious addition to the conversation. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. Box win, box win, the Super Bowl. Touchdown confirmed. Perseverance safely on the surface of Mars. The Senate impeachment trial of the former president of the United States, who has been impeached for inciting the erection, uh, inciting the insurrection. And say, you know what? If you're going to start penalizing hot political rhetoric, let's do it for both sides. Can you impeach him out of office? You absolutely can. Did you say can't or can? Can, 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 can. You can't tell. That he said Donald John Trump be, and he is hereby acquitted of the charge in said article. Cowardly senators who couldn't face up to what the president did. 
and what was at stake for our country are now going to have a chance to give a little slap on the wrist. We censure people for using stationery for the wrong purpose. I had the misfortune to cover the Clinton impeachment trial, and I've never been able to take the United States Senate seriously since. Politics isn't about the weird worship of one dude. Do you believe President Trump should be speaking, or former President Trump should be speaking at CPAP this weekend? Yes, he should. I don't, I don't believe that he should be playing a role in the future of the party or the country. On that high note, thank you all very much. In the immortal words of William Wallace, freedom! Wow. All that happened this year. All that happened in like the first part of February. God dang it. Um, You know what Joe Biden's good at as a lifelong politician? He's good at answering yes when he really means no. So he does that all the time with things. Are we going to get everybody out of Afghanistan? Absolutely. Unless people decide they want to stay behind. So uh, should the schools be reopened? Yes. Safely. Okay, so you mean no. <laughs> he does that all the time. Bingo. It drives me crazy. Uh, the big caveat. Yeah. Handy, yeah. Isn't it? But the useful. big authoritative I'm in charge, yes, is the first answer. Then the caveats that mean I mean actually mean no. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got lots of lockdowns coming in 22. Lots of lockdowns in this. Did well, Did you hear Joe Biden yesterday that this is going to be a dark winter of death and sickness for the unvaccinated? I mean, they're, they're, just, they're laying the groundwork for it. In the words of me Irish people, Pogue Mahone. What? Kiss my ass. Sorry for the frank talk, folks. It is the, the holiday season. You probably didn't need that, but no, no, no lockdowns. Nuh-uh. You're not locking me out of anything. You're not making me do anything because of the, and I'm trying to choose, Omicold. That's one nickname for Omicron. Omicold. Or in, in going through the media today, Clickacron. I realize Omicold's better, but Clickacron. I swear to God, the only thing the Omicron variant is, is a way to get clicks on the internet. I can't figure it out. I can't figure out if it's a, it's a, a click game. Or if half the country is actually worried about getting a disease that doesn't make you sick. Right, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to crack up halfway through your statement. I started looking at the band names of 2021 list, which we'll get to next segment. (laughs) So I was listening to uh, Morning Joe on MSNBC. They were talking about how all two weeks ago they were all at packed restaurants. It was like pre-COVID, and now everybody has to wear a mask, and they're not as full because the hassle of wearing a mask makes people not want to go out. I mean, they've already done that. I, I because think. of the scourge of the Omicold. <laughs> exactly. You Shut might, up. You might get a runny freaking nose. Right. Ah! No kidding. Well, we probably ought to break so we can squeeze in two more uh, sections of koi next segment. I'm still looking at the text line. Text line 415-295-KFTC. More, te- uh, more clips of the year on the way. Strong and Getty show. You know, this might be one of the songs I play in trombone Christmas tunes. The more sacred, the more beautiful, the more melodic a tune is, the better it sounds. 
on the trombone of a man who never plays trombone. <laughs> is, <laughs> is this Bing Crosby? Wow. Cool. Lots of uh, well wishes on the text line. Appreciate that. Same back at you. Hope you have a... Uh... You know what? I'm going to talk more about this later, but 2021 was by far, without a close second, the worst year of my life. So I'm hoping for a better 22. I mean, I'm just flat out hoping that that's the case. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when we have time, we'll be squeezing in some of the band names we came up with in 2021, an A&G uh, tradition compiled by Mary in San Jose, who is such a sweetheart to do this. We need to get her swag, Hanson. we got to get her a present. Anyway, uh, I guess our first band name of 2021 was Emancipated Pigeon. Hey! <laughs> which is pretty good. <laughs> Harmonizing Cannibals, yes. which was on the last show uh, Young Sean was on last year. Oh. And finally, uh, King Kong's Pistols. I have no idea. Those are actually good names. Harmonizing Cannibals, that's a great band name. Yeah, well, it's okay. Anyway, we need to make sure we have enough time. Man, we have a lot of good stuff to get to today. Uh, second half of February. Here we go. It's Koi, Clips of the Year. Hi. Uh, can you hear me, Judge? I'm here live. I'm not a cat. <laughs> I can see that. You'll see that China has heavily invested through the purchase or acquisition of actual companies, access to our data. Question is, where is this data going? All roads lead to China. I made it clear to President Putin that the days of the United States rolling over in the face of Russia's aggressive actions, cyber attacks, are over. Let's just dispense with that fundamental, foundationally nonsense. Little guy investors scooped up shares in video game merchandiser GameStop. The stock went viral, shares swelling to nearly 500 bucks a piece. Because I can tell you right now, many members of the Lincoln Project knew it was blatant, it was open. He was going after their own interns. So I apologize for thinking that you ate babies. Um, but you actually, you actually believe that I was drinking the blood of children? Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm sick of all these witches and warlocks and pumpkin popsums and everything. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. You were so excited for me. Ah, yes. When we come back. When we come back. That's my barbershop quattro. Even in the most dire circumstances, if you just wait, if you just remain open to things, the good in it will reveal itself. And that has happened to me as well. Wow. How about Rush Limbaugh, Jack, reaching out to you from, you know, the other side? Saying that the suckiest year of your life will uh, reveal itself to have some worth? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> wow. Here's where Jack questions Dead Rush Limbaugh. That's bold. I forgot. Remember that viral video for a while where everybody was trying to figure out if those girls were putting us on or actually trying to sing? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. So good. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. So oh, and I wondered, because I listened to a podcast that brought this up yesterday. So that, I think, referenced when Biden and Putin met for the first time since Biden became president. And he said, Biden claimed that he said to Putin, I think you're a stone-cold killer. And Putin said, well, then we understand each other. 
And I was listening to this roundtable yesterday of like nonpartisan people saying, does anybody believe that actually happened? And nobody <laughs> bought that that conversation actually happened. Joe Biden, well-known fabulist. Uh, uh, pri- uh, years ago, I might have believed it. But now, having lived through enough Joe Biden, that's absolutely a made up sort of Biden story in his yeah, own head. Yeah. Maybe he believes it himself. Absolutely. Yeah, those uh, those uh, weak singing girls, by the way, they're the backup vocalist in my prog rock band, Rippling Tentacles. Um, <laughs> and, of course, my side project, Socialist Weasels, and another one of our band names, The Wheat Lickers, which apparently was my vegan band that plays in farmer's markets. <laughs> <laughs> wheat Lickers. The Wheat Lickers. Yes. Uh, uh, a we... vegan band. Shall we... Uh... <laughs> Plays at farmers markets. We won't play bars. Don't try to hire us. Uh, let's see. You want to plunge on? Sure. All right. It's the first half of March. It's uh, clips of the year. I'm kind of immune to COVID. I haven't gotten it since COVID has started. I've been out and about. So if you're trying to have a good time, just come no matter what. The Texas Rangers will be the first major professional team in the U.S. to allow full capacity crowds since the pandemic began. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. Well, let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Masks are protective. And we have immunity there, theater. It looks like the WHO report was an attempt to try to support the China narrative. I wouldn't really call what's happened now an investigation. It's essentially a highly chaperoned, highly curated study tour. Study tour. Any sort of uh, gendered language, calling your mother your mother, calling your girlfriend your girlfriend, calling your wife your wife, that is verboten. We don't like to use the word learning loss. Uh, We like to use the word learning change. When veganism focuses solely on animal liberation while ignoring the context of colonization and imperialism. In those months when I was pregnant, all around this same time, so we have in tandem the conversation of he won't be given security, he's not going to be given a title, and also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? And he's as pale as a sheet of paper. What color, what hue is the child likely to be? The last thing we need is Neanderthal thinking. And I'm happy to take questions if that's what I'm supposed to do, Nance, whatever you want me to do. President Biden was asked if he plans to run for re-election in 2024, which is probably the nicest way to ask him if he plans on being alive in three years. <laughs> And, and he always does the list. Number one, the one part. Number two, what they said. Number three, you get the drill. Come on. Wow. Wow. So much there. That is true. The question of are you going to run again is kind of close to do you think he'll still be alive? Come on. <laughs> or, or if I might quibble a bit, do you think your brain's still going to work nearly well enough? Come on, man. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm uh, on this last live show of the year. I'm pretty pessimistic. Of, uh, just taking in news today, I'm pretty pessimistic of where we are on Omicron. Not in terms of actually getting worried about the disease. This is pretty much has been true since the damn thing started. But the reaction of our governments and our counties and our towns and everything like that. I'll bet you. I will bet anybody actual money on this. 
Yeah, we had that clip the other day where Steph Curry hit the three-pointer to make him officially the greatest shooter of all time, and then Madison Square Garden crowd came to its feet, went wild. New York Knicks will be playing in an empty stadium. Wow. At some point. Um, I almost guarantee that. Yeah, I think you're right as far as that goes. But what I'm predicting is, and you you know me, I see the world through metaphors. I see, you know, when you're cracking a whip, the the end of that whip is behind, it's behind, it's behind. And then when it cracks, it breaks the speed of sound and makes that noise. I believe our media and our county health jackasses, who I'm so sick of, I'd like to slug somebody, but I won't because I'm a man of peace. But all those people, they're just, they're so behind. They're so paranoid and fixated on the COVID. And the, and the American people, most of us anyway, who aren't siloed in our information completely, we are so, so much more sane and well adjusted in our expectations and our willingness to be controlled. I believe the people are going to get so far ahead of the nanny staters that there's a crack of that whip and it could be a little ugly. I predict sporting events with no crowds again. I predict some places where they will not allow indoor eating again. I think a lot of that is going to happen again. Yeah, some places. Yeah, absolutely. The truly, you know, panty-wadded sections of America. But I will be fighting to power, trust me. I will return tanned, rested, and fired up in 22 if, God willing, I'm still with us. You'll still be with us in two weeks. I think well, I hate st- to announce that I just, you know. Well, you don't even give fate. yourself you don't even give yourself two weeks leeway. That's amazing. More clips of the, fate. More clips of the year on the way. Armstrong and Getty.